Charles Brown, a man who never learned to read or write, was the son of a Virginian slave owner and a slave who wanted to start a new life in Texas after the Emancipation Proclamation was passed in 1863. After arriving in Texas, Brown soon discovered the town of West Columbia. Although the fields were not suitable for planting cotton, he fell in love with the landscape of the area. He also fell in love with and married, a young woman by the name of Isabella who was a slave on the dance plantation in the area. With a limited amount of resources, given to him by his father, who doubled as his master, Brown began purchasing land little by little over the years, which resulted in him owning approximately one-third of the land in West Columbia. Ultimately, Brown was even able to purchase the dance plantation home, where his wife had been a slave. On this episode of The Oil Rig, Columbia High School student-led podcast we will explore the life and legacy of Charlie Brown. Hello, my name is Evelyn Wallace and I'm the host for the Columbia High School student-led podcast, The Oil Rig. In today's episode, intro into the legacy of the self-made millionaire, Charlie Brown, we will talk about the legacy he left in our small town and his contributions to the Juneteenth celebrations. So before we get started today, I would like to introduce our guests. Today we have Noah Ashburn and Nicole Small. What I wanted to talk about today was Charlie Brown and who he was as a person. Who was Charlie Brown? Well, Charlie Brown, he has an interesting backstory. He was born in Virginia to an enslaved woman and a slave owner. And we don't really know how that relationship worked out. It might have been forced, it might have been genuine, but we just know that that's where he came from. And after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, he moved down to Texas We don't know if he was with somebody or he got help, but he had a small amount of money. And with that money, he purchased what the locals thought to be useless land. So it was extremely cheap. And so whenever he bought it all, the land that he bought, he didn't use for farming. He used it to cut down the trees and send the lumber down the river. And with that money that he gained from that, he became one of the biggest landowners in the area. He became a self-made millionaire in this time where that wasn't very usual for people of color. We'll go into more detail on that in a later episode. What I really want to talk about this episode is Juneteenth and Charlie Brown's contribution. What is Juneteenth? Juneteenth is a thing because the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in January of 1863, but the enslaved in Texas weren't released until June of 1865. That's two and a half years later. Why did it take so long? Um, Most likely slow communication because they didn't have technology, so they couldn't email or just text someone. So they had to find ways of transportation that are going to take longer. But in my opinion, I don't think it should have taken two and a half years to get all the way down to Texas. I'm pretty sure they were dragging their feet or someone was trying to procrastinate to make things not happen as quickly. So Charlie Brown, his contributions to this Juneteenth celebration, do you have any details? He was instrumental in organizing the first anniversary of the celebration of Juneteenth. So what I know about Juneteenth is that when people were enslaved, they weren't allowed to wear nice clothes or eat refined food. So Charlie Brown came up with the idea um, to let enslaved people do these things, and so they now became a celebration. So the enslaved could now wear really fine clothes and eat uh, food, which is why barbecue is a huge thing on Juneteenth, because 
the enslaved were not allowed to eat that when they were in captivity. They also celebrated with entertainment such as music and dancing. They had some guest speakers come to these parties and tell their stories about what they went through because I know for a big thing Charlie Brown wanted to keep alive in this celebration was how much it meant to people, how they struggled through so much, and he wanted younger generations to understand what happened. Next I want to talk about the peaks and valleys and the just the celebration, how great it was, and can you tell me anything about that? So what I know about Juneteenth is that during the Great Depression, there were more valleys in the celebration because the former enslaved were not allowed to take off to celebrate for Juneteenth because the economy was really bad. So they weren't allowed to take time off to celebrate on it. So they couldn't really celebrate. So I'm guessing the light on the subject was shined off. So a lot of people probably forgot about it. And now some of the peaks of the Juneteenth celebration, it increased, more people started celebrating, it became part of the light again during the Civil Rights Movement because this is when racial conflict started again, so they started bringing light to their oppression. So this Juneteenth celebration once again became a thing for future generations. Why is this relevant in today's society? So we also saw the um, formation of the Black Lives Matter movement, and this movement brings attention to social injustice and police brutality, which relates nowadays because back when the civil rights were a thing, um, they didn't really have a lot of attention to um, like oppression and racism and systematic racism, and I think it's a good thing that we're bringing this back and we're talking about it because it's still an issue that was pushed under the rug and now we're bringing it back up and we're talking about it again. We'll go more into depths and details of Charlie Brown's life in, in our next episode. If you would like to learn more about this, join us next week. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode, Intro to the Legacy of the Self-Made Millionaire Charlie Brown, on the Columbia High School student-led podcast, The Oil Rig. Join us next time where we dig deeper into the story of Charlie Brown and his effects on society in America today. This is Evelyn Wallace, sending you an open mind and a happy heart. You can subscribe to our podcast here or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to give us a like and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.